podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper. This is the Smut Lancer podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 50. This week, let's talk about why it's okay to take a break or go on hiatus right before I take a break and go on hiatus. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thesmutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by QuickBooks Self-Employed. Is 2019 the year you want to grow your income and track it? I use QuickBooks Self-Employed to figure out how much I've made for the year, to project how much I will make, to keep track of my expenses, and to pay my quarterly taxes. Even if you don't need to do all of that yet, it's great for tracking your income, no matter how big or small. Save 50% off the cost for 12 months by going to my special link. It's bit.ly slash smutlancer. That's bit.ly slash smutlancer, bit.ly slash smutlancer. Or use the link in the show notes and make 2019 the year you watch your smutlancer income grow. So I talked about, I've talked about it in the past couple episodes and I'm making it official here. It's totally a thing. Yes, uh, the Smut Lancer podcast is going on hiatus for a while. Um, I thought that 50 was a good round number. My diagnosed OCD self really likes round numbers. No, I don't even love, love even numbers as much as I love a good zero or a five. five. Numbers that end in five are easily divisible, but zeros really, really like make me happy. So 50 really makes me happy. Um, and I was going to take a quick break anyway for Eroticon, uh, 2019, uh, March 16th and 17th, um, of this year, um, because trying to travel across an ocean and be in another country and do all of the things and keep up with, um, my client schedule for, so I can take time, all the work I have to do to be able to take that time off and do all, like, it was just not going to happen, and I wasn't going to put myself through it, but um, that's not the only reason I'm doing it. I would have done that no matter what. Um, This is something that I've been thinking about, but I wasn't quite sure, and it really was actually thanks to something I saw on Twitter from Miss Eve um, that made me think this was something to talk about and it was something to maybe even do. Um, she had a tweet about being tired and drained just by Twitter, but not knowing if it's okay to take a break. And I'm here to tell you, it's always okay to take a break. Um, there's just different kinds of breaks and we're going to talk about that. But this had been on my mind as well. Um, and the best sign I can come up with, for myself at least, about whether it's time to just take even if it's just a short break, just to kind of go, you know what, I'm going to do this for a little bit, um, is about how excited you are when you think about not doing it. <laughs> and that's true even when it's something you love. Um, there are a lot of creators that get burnt out. People in life get burnt out. I was reading a fascinating article. I am not a millennial. I'm actually a Gen X, right on the cusp between the two. We're the forgotten generation. Um, but I was reading a fascinating article about millennials because of how many of them have been raised. They actually get to adulthood and are already burnt out on adulthood because they are used to always doing all of the things and then going, but it's too difficult to do even these small basic things. And that's usually a sign of burnout. Well, it happens in our creative lives. Um, I spend a lot of time on YouTube, or at least I do now. I didn't used to. And YouTube creator burnout 
is a thing. Blogger burnout is a thing. If you've ever looked at your blog, even though you love it, even though you're proud of the work you did, and you look at it and go, God, I just don't even want to deal with this right now. Uh, it's likely burnout. So my philosophy on it now, and it was not always my philosophy on it, is that it's better to try to take a planned break um, so that you know why you're taking this break and ideally for how long, um, rather than get to the point that you're so disgusted with everything and you're so exhausted and you're so overwhelmed and you're so frustrated that you run screaming in the other direction from whatever it is you're doing. And then it potentially takes even longer to get back to it. And I really think we all kind of know this. Um, we know that breaks are good. Anybody who's ever had a job, day job, none of us want to work every single freaking day. We want to get a day off. Well, even our most passionate creative endeavors deserve time off. We might not be bringing physical energy to the work we do online, but we are bringing a lot of emotional energy, mental energy, emotional labor. It's fucking exhausting, y'all. So we're gonna talk about breaks. And I have had to learn some hard lessons about taking breaks up until probably about 2016. Any break I had was my body completely rejecting movement or was forced upon me by some other circumstance. And I always felt out of control with it. And there is something about a break where you don't feel like you have control that makes it that much worse. For me, it ramps up my anxiety because I didn't, I didn't plan that break and I didn't taper things off. I didn't let anybody know. And does that mean that I've let somebody down? Does that mean I'll lose momentum? Does that mean I'll lose my audience? 99% of the time, it means none of those things. Um, but that's that's the downside to having a break forced upon you because you went so hard and so long, eventually you ran out of steam versus planning for those breaks. So let's talk about the different kinds of breaks and how you can think about them and incorporate them into your life and where they might work and where they might not. So the first one I have is just taking days off. So I'm thinking back to Miss Eve where she was, she's drained by Twitter or she was at the time of that tweet and wants to take a break, but isn't sure. And I have that same feeling. Social media tends to make my anxiety skyrocket. There's the comparison aspect. There's just the sheer amount of noise on social media. There's the idea of seeing people do things that you're genuinely happy for them that they're doing, but then the, there's that little voice that says, but why aren't I doing that? And none of that is good for me. Um, it kills my productivity. It kills my creativity. It kills it all. So when I can, and when I'm conscientious about it, I take days off from social media. Um, up until, gosh, it's what, the end of February 2019 right now, up until about a month ago, I was very, very, I would say strict with myself. I pretty much stayed off of social media for large chunks of the weekend, every weekend. I was reading books, I was doing some of my craft projects, I was doing stuff with John Brownstone. I might go dip in once a day for a few minutes to check notifications, especially over at like Loving BDSM where people do tend to ask questions and I don't like to make them wait too long if I can help it. But in general, I would take those two days off and it was so nice. It was so nice. Yeah, did I miss stuff? Sure, I, and that is something you have to contend with. The fear of missing out is very real. Um, I also didn't have a bunch of noise in my head. I was doing other things that made me happy. I 
learned very quickly, I think it was by the second weekend, that I don't necessarily want to share every thought as it enters my brain, even for the likes, even for the laughs, even for the interaction, which is addictive. I mean, studies are showing, reports are coming out that we love the dopamine hit we get when somebody likes a thing we've put on social media. But giving myself that space to just be really quiet and go do something else was wonderful. It made it easier to come back on Monday and not only do all my work, but also interact with social media in a much healthier way. Because in those two days off, Saturday and Sunday, I would somehow, I don't know how, but I would gain some perspective that that space, as important as it is from a a professional standpoint and a community standpoint, and, and most of my phone, most of my friends live in my phone, like many of us, um, even even with my closest friends in real life, I don't want to be up their ass all day long. So why am I trying to do it on social media with, as uh, a wonderful Twitter person, uh, Willow calls it, pocket friends. <laughs> so it, it is easier to feel better about some of those things, especially if they're draining or stressful, when you can give yourself a day off, just like you would give yourself, you would have a day off from a job. Social media is part social. And when you're trying to build an audience and you're trying to serve that audience, it's also work. And so there's nothing wrong with taking a couple days off and planning for them. If it's one day off a week or if it's the weekend or if there's just a day that's just better for you, I say go for it. And whatever it is that especially maybe triggers anxiety or makes you feel overwhelmed or does anything that impacts you negatively and you can identify it, that's the thing you want to take a break from more than anything. So I might not take a break from YouTube or Pinterest or even Instagram, though Instagram is becoming one of those for me as well. But Twitter, I absolutely will take a break from because I recognize what it does to my head and how it impacts me. Okay, so the next type of break is the hiatus where you stop doing a thing for a certain amount of time, like I'm doing with the Smutlancer podcast. Um, In this instance, I'm taking... um, a hiatus, and I don't quite know how long it is. And part of the reason for that is I can feel the burnout creeping in. I love creating audio content. I love talking about um, how I do things and what I've learned and hopefully helping people and looking at, you know, sex blogging and creating content about sex from a very professional standpoint. Um, But it is, to be honest, it's exhausting after all. 50 episodes. Now, we didn't go 50 weeks straight. I had different breaks here and there for different things. Um, Some technological, sometimes I think it was last year's eroticon. Um, So there have been breaks in between, but I always had ideas and I was always ready to get back. And this hiatus, the way I knew it was time for the hiatus, was when I said, huh, I wonder if I could take a break at episode 50, because like I said, my OCD really likes that round number. it immediately made me excited. Like I was immediately going, ooh, I'm gonna have X amount of time to myself every week to do something else. Uh, Now, for me, this hiatus will not be that I'm not doing anything, it's that I'm not doing this one thing. And the way I'll know it's time to come back is um, I'll have ideas, I'll have things that I want to talk to y'all about that I don't necessarily wanna write a blog post about. For me, the the sign is when I start having running conversations with my, in my head. And I may come back from Eroticon 
quite frankly, filled with ideas. That might be all the time I need. Um, perfect world scenario in my mind, I would know exactly when I'm coming back, but that feels like too much pressure and that makes me a little twitchy. My anxiety is like, oh no, do not put that pressure on yourself. Partly because I might get to that date and go, no, I'm not ready. No, I'm still not ready. Um, and then I'll feel a pressure because, oh, I publicly said I would be coming back at this time and I just don't want to do that to myself. Now, if I was taking a break from the entire Smutlancer website, which I am not, there will still be written content, then I might. I might say, okay, I will be back on this date just because when you completely stop doing something to take that kind of break, and that is a legit break to take, um, it can be much harder to start again from a full stop. So if I just stopped everything, nothing at all, then I'm going to say I'll, I'll be back on this day. And if I didn't come back, I mean, they're, they're, we're going to talk about that in a, a few minutes. That does mean something too. Um, but I know I want this to continue and I want to keep doing this while it still feels helpful and while I still have things to say that I haven't said yet. But that's a hiatus. You're taking, you know, from this day to potentially this day, if you if that feels like the right thing to decide, to decide the day you'll come back. Um, you're just taking a break. You're not going to do it at all. You still got all your old content. People can go through that. People will discover it in that time. Um, if you're maintaining other types of content, then it's not a total shutdown. Um, but the truth of the matter is sometimes you need to do a total shutdown. I... Do not do total shutdowns because I have so many freaking projects. I always have something going on. So even if I'm not writing here, I'm writing there. Or I'm publishing something over there. There's always something going on. Um, but if you have one blog, one website, and you need to take a hiatus and it might be a full stop, like you just don't do it for a few weeks, that is okay. My recommendation would be to try, if it feels right, to decide what day you'll come back because it's often the starting up again that really is the hardest part. Okay, so another kind of break, and I've done this one before too, is decreasing the level of work you do. Now I say work, I mean the work you have control over. I'd love to decrease the amount of client work I do, but I also like money, so I don't do that yet. Um, but in this case, I mean blogging. So back in 2016, before I had all my mental health diagnoses, but I knew something was not right, I had to decrease the amount of blogging I did. I could not keep up anymore. I was so overwhelmed and so exhausted and burnt out and all kinds of things that I didn't stop it completely. Even at my lowest blogging effort, I never stop it completely, but I did have to decrease it. And even though that can be difficult, especially if you've created routines and habits that you're in to make your content or to do your thing. Um, it's also sometimes a relief. So the first time I did this, I guess it was in 2016 and I went down to all I did at the time was masturbation Monday post on my personal blog and record the loving BDSM podcast. That was it. Everything else, total shutdown. Those two things were the things that when I imagined giving them up, I could not, I went, nope, not doing it. We have to do those things. Those things, as exhausted as I was, were so important and meaningful, I could keep doing them. I didn't even mind doing them. But I, at that point, I was blogging almost seven days a week and it was too much. And again, the way I knew 
that it was the right decision to go down from like seven days of blogging to two days of doing something was yes, there was a little bit of fear and anxiety, but there was also this immense relief. Like, yeah, that's the decision. Um, and I would always say, kind of listen to that feeling. That is your brain telling you something, either you're exhausted or you're overwhelmed or something. Um, and I did that for a while and then I sort of ramped it back up. Um, and it's funny because I ramped all my blogging back up at the same time that I started two new sites, Loving BDSM when it became its own website and then the Smut Lancer site, they kind of started almost simultaneously. Um, and so then I had to dip back down and let my blogging die down again so I could focus on creating content for those two sites. So in that, when I went through that, and I'm still kind of in that, um, that was like a 2018 thing that I did. Um, the level of content was actually higher than it had been prior to making that decision, but I was spacing it out better. I was devoting two or three to this site, two or three to that site, two or three to that site, two or three to that site. And it was more, but it felt like a break because I wasn't telling myself that I had to do five posts a week on KaylaLords.com or whatever it was. I let myself decrease the volume of work I did so that I could focus on whatever it was I needed to focus on. Resting, dealing with my health, um, just taking a break, uh, doing other things didn't matter. So a break can be just doing what you're already doing, but just doing less of it. So if you're exhausted and you're burnt out and you're overwhelmed and the ideas aren't flowing right now and you're starting to look at your project, your blog, your whatever, and think, God, I, I'm, I almost hate this thing. You don't necessarily have to come to a full stop. You can just say, you know what? Instead of three times a week, I'm going to do one time a week. Something is better than nothing in that situation if that feels like the right answer for you. And then um, the next kind of break I tend to do or I tend to want to do, I still have not managed it because I just, I don't know, I just haven't managed it. But the other thing you can do, and this is really, I think, important when you are trying to do a lot of things. So if you want to make a living, earn money, support yourself as a smut lancer, where you don't work for a, you know, the man, you don't work for a company, you work for yourself doing your own things, whether that's through your blog or that's as a freelancer, it really doesn't matter how, you have to have multiple income streams, revenue streams. It just, it is very, very, very scary to have literally all of your eggs in one basket. It actually makes me very nervous that the biggest chunk of my, even my freelance income comes from one client. That dude goes out of business tomorrow, we are screwed until I figure it out. Like I see the perils there. I have not figured out how to extricate myself from it. So when you're earning money for yourself, you might have client work and you might pitch publications and you might have affiliate sales and you might have Patreon and you might have this and you might have that. You need to have several things, which means you're constantly working on multiple things. You have to kind of juggle several things to keep the money coming in so that one thing dips. When one thing dips, it's not it's not chaos and it's not the end of the world because you have all these other streams of revenue coming in. But what that means sometimes is that in order to build one thing up, you have to slow down on something else. You have to take a break. So that's the kind of break I mean right here, where you stop doing one thing 
and take that energy and focus and put it on something else. Eventually, I'm gonna get to a point where either I write a book or I write an e-course or I do a thing that is not your standard blog post or audio recording, which I have over time gotten a bit faster about. I'm gonna have to put something to the side to focus on a bigger project. And I'm gonna have to take a break from one thing in order to do another thing. And that is absolutely legit. We all only have so many hours in the freaking day, y'all. And the reality is, is that not everything can be a top priority at once. You cannot have, it can feel like 10 things are top priority, but the reality is, is they cannot all be top priority. You will have moments when you have to prioritize one thing over another. That's just the nature of it. So sometimes it's gonna be your family. It's gonna be your kids, your partner, a parent, somebody you're you're a caregiver for. That's where your priority's gonna lie. Sometimes it's gonna be your own health. Doesn't matter what your goals are. It doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve. If you're falling apart over there because either you're not taking care of yourself or you're just dealing with a mental or physical illness of some sort, you're gonna have to deal with that because if you don't, you can't do the work you wanna do. And sometimes, like right now, we are two weeks out, 17 days as of the day of recording this, 17 days out from Eroticon, and my priority is getting all of my client work done so I can take 12 days off and not have to think about client work for 12 days. So I have told John Brownstone, I love you so much. I I have to do this, everything else has to, like be pushed to the side. And because it's a short-term thing and he understands what I'm trying to do, he's very supportive. He's like, okay, this is a moment where I'm gonna keep trying to create content and keep trying to blog, but my top priority is I have to get this work done and I have to do extra work on top of my regular work in order to get ahead. And that's what I'm gonna do. And right now that's my priority. When I get back from Eroticon, my new priority actually has to be getting ready to sell our condo where we live. So I will have to say no to other things in order to make that a priority. So that's the very nature of life. But many of us who have passions and creative endeavors and projects that we're trying to get off the ground, we will convince ourselves, and I don't know why we do this, but I know we do, that somehow we are supposed to do it all. That if we let ourselves take a break from this blog for a week that we are some so that we can work on this other thing over here that might be you know your doctorate it might be this job you desperately need it might be taking care of a loved one it could be all kinds of things but we will tell ourselves that somehow we're failing because we haven't figured out the magic of having more than 24 hours in a day we all only have so many hours in a day and every day we have to decide what the priority is. And sometimes it will be our passion, it will be our blog, it will be our audience. And my hope for all of you, my hope for myself, is that we get to a point where if that's our passion and that's what we, we really care about, we can devote more time to it. But the reality is, is it won't always be that way. So sometimes you have to take this thing that you love and make it sit in the corner for just a little while so you can go deal with other priorities. The big trick and the thing I am still trying to figure out is the fine line between that moment when you make everything else a priority and you keep shoving your blog or your thing to the side versus when you tell these other things that maybe it's money, maybe it's people who depend on you, maybe it's a job, maybe it's what you're more comfortable with, that it is no longer the top priority and this thing you're desperate to do and that you can't stop thinking about and you can't stop dreaming about 
is your priority. And I am stuck in the middle of that myself right now. What I really, really need to do if I want to build the blogging stuff and the Patreon and the affiliate marketing and the books and the, all the other stuff I do as Kayla Lords, I have to decrease my client work. And I know that's what I need to do, but I cannot quite figure out how to do it and not worry about money. And I don't know about you, but I like money. Money, money is nice. Paying the bills is nice. So it is a delicate balance when you decide one thing needs to be a priority over another and something has to give, but that is a form of a break. Y'all, none of we are none of us are perfect at any of these things. I am not perfect at taking breaks of any kind. Like I mentioned when I was talking about having days off from social media, that was up until a month ago. I was really like I was doing great and then something happened. I don't know if we traveled somewhere or if I just got caught up in a couple of really good Twitter conversations, but over the past month through like the, yeah, the end of January into February, that day off thing has almost gone out the window. I'm pretty much through my weekend on Twitter constantly. But what happens is I get to Sunday night and then Monday morning and my mind is filled with everybody else's noise and my own anxieties are triggered and then I'm less productive on Monday. So I know that it's not good for me necessarily, but I have fallen out of that habit. And so that's something I have to work on. Doing this hiatus feels, knowing that I'm about to do it feels really good. And yet I worry, I worry. I have the same worries anybody has when they're about to take a break from their blog or their content of any sort. And that is, will people forget me? Will I become irrelevant? Will I lose momentum? All of those fears are totally normal. Um, I think that, for the most part, that isn't necessarily true. I think the shorter your break can be, the less momentum or attention or whatever um, that you lose. But I also know that um, even reducing the amount of content you put out into the world, yes, it might make your numbers go down. Yes, it's, you know, it doesn't make your stats quite as pretty as maybe they once were, but it's also something that you can get back to once you're ready to come back to it at the level maybe you were at before. And the other reality I know is that sometimes you don't miss the thing you're taking a break from and you don't even want to go back to it. And sometimes what you had to do in order to get away from a thing that wasn't serving you anymore is tell yourself you were taking, quote, a break when really you needed any reason you could to maybe step back away from it and see that it wasn't as important as you thought it was and to put your attention and focus and time and energy into something else. And that is okay too. I believe as of right now that I will be back for the podcast because I really enjoyed communicating in this way. I have a lot more plans for Smutlancer. I have a lot more plans for this podcast. I have way more plans than I'll ever have time. Um, what I need to do is somehow win the lottery and become independently wealthy and then it won't matter and I can do all the things I want. But until then, that's not how I do these things. Um, so I, I believe I'll be back, but I'm also aware that I might find something else that I love doing that allows me to create content and help people in the same way and yet in a different way. And so that's also a possibility too when you take a break. And again, that's okay. We are not meant to do the exact same thing day in and day out for the rest of our freaking lives. We change, we grow, we mature, our our attention changes, our focus changes, our priorities change, like things are constantly changing. And that the best thing you can do for yourself is allow 
yourself to adapt as best you can to those changes. And it means that you'll be a different blogger or a different content creator. You'll be a different kind of smelt lancer. You'll do things differently and that's okay. And sometimes the first step to figuring out what you really need to be doing is to just go ahead and let yourself take that break and discover that it is not the end of the world and you don't miss out on everything and people still love you and nobody forgets you exist. Just take the freaking break. Okay, so that's my... 50th rant through the Smut Lancer podcast uh, before we go on break for I don't know how long quite yet. Um, if you want to sort of know when I'm ready to come back, follow me on Twitter, the Smut Lancer, or at Kayla Lords, um, or over on Instagram, or follow the blog, thesmutlancer.com, because I will like say something and let people know, hey, I'm coming back. Um, and if, I, if something happens and I don't come back, I promise you it'll be because I found another way to create content that I love because apparently the thing that I enjoy doing most in life is making content. Audio, video, text-based, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to be making something. So thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords, for hopefully the past 50 ep- episodes. You've heard them all now. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or when I get back, maybe topic suggestions. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And I hope to be able to do this with you again soon in the future at some point for episode 51. Mm-hmm.